the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Insert Tuesday sound here. <laughs> we need to come up with something that sounds maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we do. Like a taco getting munched on. I don't know. Anyway, whatever the day of the week is, y'all know how happy I am to get to share this time with you guys. 888-344-1170. Got a couple questions for y'all. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And if you're watching us via Facebook Live right now, we are streaming at the Answer San Diego page. I'm not in a dress. I am in one of my favorite pro-Trump shirts. It says, support President Trump, put America first. Somebody already asked. I think it was our my gal Yasmin asked uh, where I got get my shirts. A lot of them are, are gifts. So I, I don't know where this where you could get this T-shirt. So it's one of my faves. Um, we are streaming live on The Answer San Diego. I'm also going to share this to the Caniacs because the other shirt that I wear a lot is our Caniacs t-shirt, which is for our special little Facebook group over there where you can feel especially comfortable to just be your most conservative self. And follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. President Trump visited Kenosha, Wisconsin today, offered some healing in a variety of different forms, one of which was a financial package. He offered a million dollars to Kenosha Law Enforcement. $4 million to small business, $42 million uh, to public safety uh, structure there. So we're going to get into a little bit of what he had to say. But the reason why I wanted to just throw that out there out the gate for y'all is my question. When I posted that he offered that today on Facebook, some people are like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not happy at all with this offer of monetary healing. So that's my question for you guys tonight. What do you think about this? Do you think it was a good move for Trump to go to Kenosha? Do you like that he offered this kind of? He went there for a healing. Do you like that what he offered in form in the form of a healing, which is monetary aid? The other question for you guys is he was asked specifically whether or not Trump supporters, it was a setup question, whether or not Trump supporters should be out on the streets confronting Antifa in any way. Because, see, it's okay for Antifa to be out shooting up people and executing people. Oh, no. The, the, the hot question of the day is whether or not Trump supporters should be out there. Trump said he'd like uh, Trump supporters to leave it to law enforcement, the implication being that Trump supporters are out there as vigilantes. What do you guys think? Should, should we just leave the streets 
free and clear for Antifa to run? Or do you think that uh, run run roughshod all over everywhere? Do you think that Trump support, supporters uh, should be out there and, and protesting as well? 888-344-1170. Before um, we go any further, I got to bring in my man. And he's, he's free to answer those questions himself. Of course, I'm talking about my partner here. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I have my veto pen drawn and ready. And I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ I like that uh, President Trump made that visit. I do not think financial aid is the healing he should have offered. Healing in general, spiritual, uh, you know, uh, he's he's there for, for the people. Uh, I think that's great. Now, as far as Trump supporters being out in the streets, uh, I agree with Trump. I would leave it to law enforcement because, like it or not, things have been pretty violent out there. And do you want to put yourselves in harm's way? Uh, personally, I would say no. Yeah, when it comes to the 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 healing part of it, I think it was a brilliant move that he went. I think there could Agreed. be there's an an argument that could be made that offering financial aid is not necessarily good policy, but it's good politics because where's Biden? Biden's back in his basement. You know, aren't there like some astronaut diapers that he could wear so he could stay <laughs> he could stay out of the basement a little bit longer? Um, I don't think it's I I don't like the message that I, I like the idea behind it in terms of here we've got the Republican president coming in and saying, I am here. His idea of healing, first of all, uh, the left's definition of healing is and an offering unity is, of course, submission. Submission to their ideology. Yep. Submission to Black Lives Matter and Antifa, which are terrorist movements, okay? As well as I resent the heck out of anybody. I don't, regardless of whether or not you've been victimized unjustly or not in this country, the fact that you have been possibly as a family unjustly victimized at some point does not then entitle you to decide to bring this country to its knees and to, to think that you've got a right to demand whatever policies. And oh, by the way, so I'm not really interested in the opinions of Jacob Blake's family in any way, shape or form. It, it, the only thing, the only thing that might maybe might possibly make me begin to be interested would be if they actually accepted some responsibility on behalf of that family. This is a man who had a 911 call placed that there was a felony warrant out for his arrest. He was accused of sexually assaulting a woman. He brawled with cops. He resisted arrest. Quite frankly, you resist arrest and I don't care where the bullet goes. Comply. Okay, so if you want me to have any sympathy with you, you want to talk healing, start accepting some responsibility because we are never going to unify around the message that simply because your skin is darker than mine, that you get to resist arrest, that you don't have to comply. You know, another thing I thought about, Andre, the other day is even if you're innocent, which is fine, you still don't resist. You allow yourself to get arrested and it'll get straightened out. But that doesn't mean you have the right to sit there and resist arrest and push back against the cops. No. And just because you think that your family has been aggrieved somehow does not mean that you get to decide what happens with this country. So the left's definition of unity is always about submission, just like their definition of tolerance. And it used to be that you just had to it went from tolerance to validation that you had to you had to go along with and agree with whatever they wanted now they're forcing action 
They're holding a gun to our heads. And right now, the message from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is you elect us or this violence is going to continue. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Trump went and I'm glad that his message of healing and unity was around. Un- and by the way, where is? Yes, um, Blake's mother spoke out and said this violence is going on, doesn't represent my family. But she offered no sympathy towards these business owners. I have not heard one word of empathy or sympathy on the part of, the, of, of Blake's family to the business owners whose lives were destroyed. I haven't heard one, anybody talk about any sympathy. Uh, did they mention the name of Daniel Aronson, who was executed by Antifa in the streets? No. I don't think so. No, you haven't. So, uh, quite frankly, you need to get off the stage. You know, don't, and, and, you, if, and, and if you've got, and I have sympathy for the Blake family, right up until they start making po- policy demands of the United States government, which doesn't have anything at all to do with what happened with your kid. Oh, orange man bad. Get off the stage. I don't want to hear a word that you have to say. So I like what President Trump did in terms of bringing in the small business owners because there's a movement right now on the part of the Democrats in office. I talked about it last night. There's even a book out on Amazon right now that's basically saying you small business owners don't matter. Your businesses don't matter. You're like the Benghazi for your bumps in the road towards what the Marxists want in this country. And that's an important message for you all to get out there, whether you're a Democrat, independent or Republican. Wake up. Wake up. One of the businesses they burn, in fact, how many businesses that they burn from starting with the George Floyd in Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle are minority-owned businesses, many of which that were already destroyed the first time with Democrat governors seizing their businesses. And now again, with you Democrats destroying businesses in your temper tantrum for power. You're terrorists. That's what you are. So... um I like Trump's message overall of healing and wanting to unify as well as supporting law enforcement. I don't think he should be writing a check. I think Bill Barr Agreed. needs to be routing out. Rand Paul has called for an investigation into um, Antifa and the sourcing of all the people that were there outside the White House because some of the terrorists that um, terrorized attendees of the White House speech, uh, th- those terrorists were staying at the same hotel. They had changes of clothes. I mean, there is a whole funding system that's gone on here and it needs to be routed out and you know what they need to pay Andrew, to what do you think i've heard uh, the last couple of days they've been talking about the department of justice digging into the people that are financially responsible for the the obviously the hired goons out there do you think this is going to go very far because i really hope it does well i think that it will i think that it won't go as far as it should i don't think that they will be treated as funders of terrorist organizations uh, like it should be um, but then again, you know, you look at CARE, Council for American Islamic Relations, which is an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land Foundation trial, and they're still operating in this country. We actually have Democrat Congress people that partner with CARE. They are a terrorist front group, and they are they were the first at the microphones after the Pulse nightclub shooting. So we don't we're not doing a good job of routing out terrorism in this country. We're only going halfway. We're not even at this point. We're not even going halfway. Bill Barr, yeah, they did Operation Legend. They're routing out an arrest. Arresting the rioters in some ways. Um, but, you know, you look at St. Louis, the only people that were arrested in that St. Louis uh, neighborhood where the terrorists broke down a uh, gate and got into public uh, private property and the McCluskeys were arrested. They were the only two arrested. Not any not any of these terrorists, these mobs roaming around the streets. So, we're, no, we're not doing enough. I think so. I think that there's an argument that could be made politically that it was a good move on behalf of Trump. But I actually think for the conservative, the base, the people on the ground don't care where the money's coming from. But 
we conservatives care where it's oh, coming sure we from. Do. I do. We yeah, we we need to care where it comes from because we're how many trillions in debt and we're continuing to go into debt. We've got how many millions of business owners across the country that still can't operate their business. You look at what's going on with this coronavirus and, and what Gavin Newsom has done here in the state of California with his new non-reopen plan, the permanent closure plan that Get on the just, recall, just outlined. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we cannot afford to be bailing out cities that have been terrorized and destroyed by Democrats. And it was and Biden uh, campaign staffers bailed out terrorists that were arrested. Same thing with Kamala Harris. So, no, we need to we need to be finding out who's funding this and they need they need to be paying every dollar, not not uh, not the American taxpayers. We're suffering enough out there. So I think that was a bit of a mistake, um, but not um, not, you know, I don't know how many people are really paying it, you know. I don't know that any Trump supporter is going to hold that against Trump. I don't know that any. I mean, I'm not going to hold it no, against him. But for me, it's like a slam dunk. I mean, find out where the head yeah. of the snake is and cut it off, and let's be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that the Democrats are saying right now, and which is why it's a threat um, for this violence to continue, is that they're saying, "Well, when asked about, well, okay, so what's your solution to end it? I mean, we've got these business owners in Kenosha saying, you know what? It ended when Trump brought in the National Guard and you know, and and federal troops. Um, you know, it which and this one gal that the used tire business." owner she said that she absolutely was convinced that her business would have never been burned down if the troops had been sent in sooner the left's message over and over and over and anybody who doesn't get this hear me the message of what is biden's solution well we're going to route out the underlying cause of it well the under what they're what they're saying the underlying cause is is something that doesn't exist and that is systemic racism in this country there is no systemic racism that is behind any of these riots. And that means that it's going to it's going to be permanent. They're encouraging this to continue in this country because they know that they know that it, that is not um, uh, it, it's it doesn't exist. So it's not solvable. And so continue. And, and if it, because if it was solvable, wouldn't Biden uh, and Obama have solved it in the eight years? No, instead, they fomented it and encouraged it. Because that's what the Democrats do. They continue to encourage and either manufacture issues that can't be solved or they actually manufacture real issues and they keep it going because they don't want it to solve for power. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this on the other end. Why is Nancy Pelosi's hair so important? we got to talk about that. The burning hair story of the day. A little bit later, we've got our friend Clay Clark who's going to be back with us to talk about coronavirus. Uh, why is the left so hysterical over the the six percent number? So much to talk about, babies. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E A K Dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. The question at the top of the show was, do you guys agree with President Trump's monetary aid that he offered Kenosha? And do you, uh, what do you guys think about whether or not Trump supporters should be out on the streets as a part of these protests and riots? I say that I'm not surprised that when, as Trump said today, that when, when uh, good Americans are seeing businesses being burned down and lawlessness in the streets and people being attacked, that uh, there that there's a sense of, of the, you know, get a, a desire for action to get out there and do what's not being done to fill the vacuum. But as I have... A mix s- of that and fear. It's, it's 
a really hard right. balance. But I think that, you know, just like I've said to the um, to the people saying, oh, we're peaceful protesters, the Black Lives Matter people. I, I have said, you know what? There's rioters out there. Stay off the streets because you make it impossible for anybody, uh, for the police department to deal with the bad guys. They can hide amongst you. It's kind of like terrorists uh, hiding amongst, you know, moderate Muslims. You need to stay off the streets. Leave it to law enforcement. That's what I had. If I and it would be a hard thing to do if I was a business owner, I'd be in my business defending my business. If you could business. know it was 100% peaceful, sure, I'd, I'd be out there. But you, but you can't you can't rely on that. No. Well, the question is, should they be out there amongst the riots? So, yeah, oh, I mean, if it's hard peaceful. No. Yeah, hard no. hard no. I think you need I think you need to stay at home because it, you you you're contributing to the problem out there. Um, so. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi get busted. We're going to talk to Clay Clark in a few minutes about coronavirus, but, you know. My least favorite politician, probably. Yeah, you know what? Here, I, I want to go ahead and talk about this because everything about this Democrat party is about lies and hypocrisy for power. These dictators keeping you home, keeping you doing what they can to keep you scared. To have you locked into your home, locked into your business while their terrorists go out and destroy businesses, while the the, the terrorists on the street in the in form of Antifa are uh, burning down businesses, but the terrorists in the forms of these these dictator politicians seizing control of your business and destroying your business through control, you know, uh, are, are equally bad in my opinion. So while they're telling Americans that you can't operate your business, and we still have that going on here in California, and California is absolutely the worst. We got. Nancy Nancy Pelosi in a hair salon? How many? We had we had a couple of months ago a friend of yours who was a hairstylist on. Yep. We had, you know, we had protests. Black Lives Matter and uh, protesters are encouraged all day long. But remember when we had protests to reopen because we had salon owners in San Diego County? Naomi Israel was threatened to be arrested by the San Diego Police Department. They had a warrant out for her arrest because she was like many other hairstylists who couldn't operate. They couldn't feed their kids. They could. and, And on top of it, they didn't qualify for any income help from the government. Begging and pleading to let us be reopened. Begging and pleading for reopening. And they don't care. These Democrats do not care about you. The one in the picking and choosing which businesses could stay open. You can go and get abortion. You can go and buy your CBD, but you couldn't you couldn't go to church. It goes on and on and on. There was no excuse for why they shut down hair salons, but they did. But then Nancy Pelosi gets caught on video at a hair salon and on top of it, no masks. One of the things that that should tell you is not just what liars they are, not just what hypocrites they are, but can you once and for all, can you finally get through to, to into your brain that this coronavirus is nothing but a hoax? It's a hoax, people. If they're not protecting themselves. What do you think? They don't care. They know it's a hoax. They know they've been inflating the numbers from the testing accounts. They know that Gavin Newsom's new plan to keep us shut down is, a, is, is for control and for power. You got de Blasio caught on audio tape in New York City saying, we got to tax, we got to tax the wealthy and tax the wealthy because the solution is while we keep businesses shuttered, the solution is income redistribution. This is how they're getting communism over on us. We're 50 something days away from the election. We have got to have every American understand the truth. You're not. Your kids aren't being taught this in school. If you're under a certain, under forty, you probably weren't taught what communism is. Well, here is what it is. What we're seeing let, playing out in our streets with these terrorists burning down businesses, terrorists destroying businesses, 
and in the name of your public health and coming up with ways to keep you locked in your home. And on top of it, they want you locked in your home without the ability to defend yourself. This is communism. And then to keep you stupid, we've got an article that comes out uh, that we find out that Google refuses to show negative search suggestions about Black Lives Matter. Doesn't surprise me. Right. So it's 2016 all over again. If you Googled Hillary Clinton, you got nothing but positive about Hillary Clinton. And they said in 2016, Google did. Well, you know what? We don't we don't like to do uh, suggestions of negative uh, results when it comes to a person's name. (laughs) Google. Really? Google Google Trump. Exactly. So if you Google Black Lives Matter, um, then it 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 comes up with nothing. If you Google Black Lives Matter, BLM is um, what the only return suggestion comes up, BLM Israel, right? Um, But if you go to and and if you type BLM is with a space after is, um, there's no search suggestions at all. It's basically blank. But if you go to like DuckDuckGo and you type in BLM is, it generates... Oh, my favorite search engine. Oh, yeah. I know, right? It's awesome. It generates a normal list of suggestions, some of which are negative and some positive, just like Yahoo. You go, you type in BLM is on Yahoo and you get BLM is a terrorist organization. You get that it's a joke. You get that it's racist. Bing, you get some positive stuff mixed in with there. Um, that BLM is peaceful. BLM is a front. BLM is a cancer. Yeah, most people don't know if you go to your phone, you can, and some people know, but go to your phone. You can select your your default search engine. Just right. get away from Google, okay? Yeah, got to get away from Google. Got to get away from Google. Control the message and you control minds. Um, and you see what Facebook is doing, what Instagram is doing. If you put anything on coronavirus out there, anything on Black Lives Matter. That's happened with my show, with my show description for my show on the weekends. What they what are they covering it up with they, some fact check, if, if check crap? It's mentioned about uh, uh, about like hydroxychloroquine and you know trying to help the COVID situation. It's it's censored. Yeah, um, we're going to talk more about coronavirus with Clay Clark when we get back from the break. Um, it, it, the the DC mayor. Here's a story. Um, do I not have time to get into this story? I guess I don't. I can give it to you because I'm your producer. Go ahead. Well, well, you know what? I think I'm going to save it because I really want to spend some time on it uh, about the latest move uh, to destroy monuments and statutes and what uh, the D.C. mayor has planned. We're going to save that for later in the show. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to our, our one of our new favorites here on the show, Clay Clark, who's just an amazing radio show host and author of Thrive.com. So Thrive15.com. He will be here to talk about coronavirus. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I just saw an article on the Hill. As if y'all needed another reason to not watch the NFL, they've decided the end zone of every field is going to have Black Lives Matter or some kind of social justice in in police brutality, some kind of social justice. Let me let me tell you what I tweeted out today. There is no such thing as social justice. Okay, here's one of the first lessons you're supposed to be taught as a child. Okay, life ain't fair. There's no such thing as social justice. That implies that implies fairness. Okay, this is a bunch of crap. 
anyway, if there if there was social justice, we wouldn't have anybody being forced to wear a mask right now in this country. If there was any kind of justice, we, we you know we we wouldn't have uh, businesses arbitrarily. We wouldn't have gyms being told they can be at ten percent capacity in San Diego, but then this kind of business can be at twenty five percent. Okay, uh, there there's no real justice going on right now in this country, at least. Joining me now to discuss. And if we had any real justice, y'all know what this latest report was, right? With the coronavirus, the actual real death count. Yeah. Uh, so there's 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 no uh, fairness going on when we see what's happening with the with the government lying to us about a death count for power. Joining me to discuss is Clay Clark. He's been on the show a few times. He's become like a fan favorite. He's host of the Thrive Time radio show, author of the book Fear Unmasked, discovered the truth about the coronavirus shutdown. He actually filed a lawsuit against masks in the state of Oklahoma. So I'm not sure if he's got an update for us on that tonight. Hello, Clay Clark. Welcome back to the show hello thank you yet again for allowing me to be on your great show well thanks for being here okay first of all do you have an update for us on your lawsuit um i can say that um it's generated just thousands and thousands of shares so many comments from everybody except for the mayor that we filed the lawsuit against (laughs) so uh currently my last my last understanding is that he can no longer comment on the mask mandate lawsuit because he's currently involved in a lawsuit, which makes zero sense. Okay. Well, what does not make sense is the fact that we still have any businesses shut down. We have anybody wearing a mask, anybody screaming at somebody because they don't have a mask on, the six-foot distancing, because now we know the truth, which is something that many of us suspected all along, even from the jump, that this is this coronavirus is a hoax. The numbers were updated. There's something like 96, when you look at actual death from COVID in the United States, it's barely over 9,000 people. Now, and, and we, we always have to have a disclaimer. We're sad for anybody who dies from a virus, but or from from anything. Um, but ninth, we shut down our entire country, put thirty million people out of work over this. Clay Clark. Well, okay, I'll say this: um, when my dad passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease over three years ago, um, I love my dad. Okay, I'm also a Christian guy, and I, I believe my dad's in a bit better place. But you know what? I didn't prevent my dad from living for the year that preceded his death. You know, he had a death sentence with Lou Gehrig's disease. I didn't prevent him from living. The real tragedy is all these people that we've been told they can't go outside, they can't graduate, they can't have a wedding, they can't keep their business Mm -hmm. open, they can't insert the blank because we're going to hide and protect them, quote-unquote, from a virus that has a point zero 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 two four percent death rate. When you take the COVID-19 uh, deaths, and you realize that only 6% of them came from COVID-19, not, not people, people who weren't dying with COVID-19. That means we only had 9,120 people that died from COVID-19. So the real thing that I'm sad about, as much as I care about human life, I care about how many people spent the last year of their life hiding from a virus, isolated, yeah. alone in the nursing home, without being able to have a wedding, it is sick, it is twisted, it is sad, and I'm so glad that so many Americans are beginning to wake up. Well, they are waking up, and, and you know, I know personally how, you know, that uh, my best friend's my best friend's mother was not able to visit her sister, my best friend's aunt, in the hospital. She had been, she had been in a nursing home for years, and she died alone. 
and they they called the nursing home, called my best friend's mother and said that novice had about three days left and nobody was allowed to come visit her. She died alone. Of course, the day after novice died, the family was expected to come to that same nursing home and collect her belongings. So you help me to understand, Clay Clark, why they could go and pick up her stuff in the nursing home, but they couldn't go visit her the day before and hold her hand as she passed away. This is the kind of insanity that we're dealing with here. But now, the, and they, and there's still a lot of Americans. So my, here's a question for you. There's still a lot of Americans that have bought into this insanity and are still insane that actually still, my sister got screamed at in a store in Georgia. They don't have a statewide yeah. mandate for masks. It's considered optional. And she gets the stink eye or gets yelled at if she doesn't have a mask on. How do we deprogram the Americans that are still buying into this? I think the, the best thing that we can do is uh, uh, open that controversial book called the Bible, and we need to walk in love, okay? We need to try to be Christ-like if we, if we can. Um, and what we want to do is we just want to share with people two uh, truths. I think just two. If you try to share 18 truths or 19 truths, I don't know that people can handle that, but maybe just two. One is this. Um, we interviewed Dr. Richard Bartlett on our show, and I'm sure you've interviewed other doctors on your show. On your show. But Dr. Richard Bartlett was perhaps one of the most respected doctors in all of Texas. And uh, he was a top advisor for Governor Perry. And he came on our show and, and proudly, specifically, in a detailed way, in a measured way, announced that for $237, if you don't have insurance, you will not die from COVID-19. you got to buy a nebulizer. you got to get some Pulmacort, some budesonide, and a CPAP. And he explained that literally nobody has died when they've taken that protocol. And I will say this, my wife's best friend, Haley, got very sick. She goes to her local doctor. They said, we cannot allow you to take this this, 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 this treatment. We can't do it, you know, whatever political reason. So I, I, I said, we, we got to go to a different, we got to a different hospital, different uh, doctor, different local independent medical facility. Anyway, I'm proud to announce to you that Haley is now doing great after a $237 treatment. I didn't yell awesome. at her. I didn't freak out at her family. I didn't freak out at the doctor. We just went somewhere else. And you know what? We have a treatment that can... No one's going to die if we just take this treatment. It's $237, okay? And then point number two, it's the cure for the fear. Stop listening to Fauci and start following Stanford's Dr. Scott Atlas, medical doctor, who says, and I'm quoting the newest member of the White House Task Force, uh, Coronavirus Task Force, and I'm quoting, he says, we now know that the risk of the disease COVID-19 is extremely low for children, even less than that of the seasonal flu. So let's just replace Dr. Scott Atlas. Let's, let's, let's do a swap. Let's trade Dr. Fauci for Dr. Scott Atlas. Okay, let's just make a switch. And then let's understand we have a treatment for this stuff, folks. You're not going to die. Let's just take the treatments that work and let's move on. Yeah, we we're loving Scott Atlas, and I'm loving Dr. Bartlett. I hadn't heard, I actually watched him on one one of my favorite Christian shows, which is Joni Table Talk, which is on Daystar, and I actually saw him on there. I didn't hear him talk about that particular protocol, but yeah, memo to me that I need to get him in, in, in on the I show. I have his cell phone number. Oh yeah, there. I will give you his cell phone. Please number, do. Okay? I got to get him yeah. on. I want him on as well as the the lady doctor who uh, was uh, Simone Gold, I think her name is, who was fired because yeah. she did the press conference in. 
in uh, in D.C. And she said that what's going on with coronavirus, this is a crime against humanity. So um, I, I, that's that's a great approach. I, I think, you know, I'm one of the things that I'm trying to actually is as a person as well as a show is trying to, you know, walk more in love. You know, I, I'm I'm you know, I'm a little too much. Well, I mean, I was named Diana might and addressed by by a family member because that's just kind of who I am. But I'm trying to walk more in love. Clay Clark. Um, But I don't have a whole lot of love for this government that's lying to us and and coming up with reasons to keep control over us. How do we get how do we take our control back from governors like Gavin Newsom? How do we do it? Well, what you're going to have to do is your listeners are going to have to file lawsuits. Now, I want to make sure this is very simple. Okay, Um, I've built uh, several multimillion dollar companies. And how how you grow a a successful company is you you make it simple, you you nail it, and then you scale it. Okay, simplicity scales, complexity fails. So if any of your listeners would email me to info at drivetimeshow.com, info at drivetimeshow.com, I flew in a good friend of mine who's a lawyer from Manhattan. He has moved specifically to Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the only purpose of helping your listeners and all of the freedom-loving Americans file lawsuits. Okay. Okay. All the, it's all cited. I have the the actual lawsuits that they're cited. I've got doctors signing off on this. I've got all the information there. The biggest part you biggest uh, uh, challenge in filing a lawsuit is you have to make a case. You have to have evidence, mm-hmm. and I already have all that evidence gathered for you. So I've already spent the thousands upon thousands of gathering the doctors and the testimonies and all the stuff. You know, white papers, that kind of thing. All your listeners need to do is have a little bit of courage and about a thousand bucks. So you can round up 10 neighbors, seriously, round up 10 neighbors, and then email me, info at drivetimeshow.com. I don't make any commission. I'm not an attorney. I'm going to connect you with an attorney that I'm heavily subsidizing, and we, we want to help you okay. to your local government. I'm not kidding. I, I know I'm kind of a lighthearted guy, but I am super serious. I have five kids, and we have got to fight. We have, we have to. to Today, right now. Here's what's happening in San Diego. So you know what's happening with Governor Newsom and his new color-coded system, which makes it basic, and it's all based on case uh, case positive. Uh, you know, people testing positive. They've yeah. removed hospitalizations. They've removed the important numbers, which is and real cases are people getting sick from it and being hospitalized. So now right. it's all about positive test results. And one of the ways that they want to continue to feed that is like in San Diego County, we got this county supervisor Nathan Fletcher, who now is demanding that businesses that were um, this is a new demand businesses that were previous previously reopened like indoor dining hair salons etc that then they shut down in july in order to reopen they are going to um require that any patrons in addition to the restrictions like 10 percent reopening require that any patrons give their name and phone number and businesses are like we you know we we you know that's going to hamper us people are not going to want to give you know their name and phone number and so that they can be, be visited by the government if somebody you know at that restaurant or whatever right. takes so so that's the latest do you guys having that in Oklahoma is that the kind of thing that a local business business people could join together and file a lawsuit on yes we we need to file lawsuits and I, I folks I'm telling you we are in the information age. Uh, we've all had grandparents, great people we loved, who fought in World War II, Vietnam. They, they fought it's, it's bullets, okay? Um, I'm not asking your, your listeners to go and fight with guns and bullets. I'm asking them to engage in this information war and to join me in filing lawsuits. The, the, the truth is on your side. I've yeah. got dozens of doctors willing to support you. But I'm telling you, it's going to cost a little bit of money. How much money? 
about a thousand dollars. You know, some cities have a filing fee of seven hundred dollars. Some are five hundred dollars. Well, listen, all these businesses and these restaurants in San Diego that are saying nobody's. Well, first of all, we're hampered at like twenty percent reopening, and then you people got to give their contact information. Who's going to come to the restaurant? I'm not, unless I'm going to sign my name Tukey Clothespin and give Nancy Pelosi's phone number. But I'm not giving my contact information out to anybody. So I, I love this idea. This is how we have to fight back. Name name these file against these individuals, not just them as a government. I don't know if you can do that. Father against Nathan Fletcher as an individual, but somehow we've got to get our power back. Uh, wrap us up here, Clay Clark. Yeah, well, what I would like all your listeners to do is do, do two things for me. If you can just write down the email address, info at thrivetimeshow.com. Info at thrivetimeshow.com. And then, the, and then the, write down the following website, timetofreeamerica.com. Timetofreeamerica.com. Reach out to me. I'm not making a commission. I have nothing to sell you. I have five kids. I love my wife. I love America. I love Christ. I'm here to help you. You're here to help your listeners. And we have got to supply you the ammo. That's why I've teamed up attorneys and doctors to give you the ammo. But, folks, you've got to file and file fast. We have to overwhelm these local tyrannical governments with lawsuits. You've got to act now. We have to act today. Yes. Thank you, Clay Clark. I appreciate it. And uh, make sure I get that contact information for Dr. Bartlett, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. All righty. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got more to talk about on the other side of the break. Uh, We've got some breaking news out of D.C. Wait till you get a load of what their plan is uh, to to tear down history in D.C. That and more. Come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Hey, y'all going to want to make sure you tune in tomorrow night because on hump day, guess who we got? We got my friend Matt Boyle is going to be back from Breitbart. We've also got... Terrence Williams. Y'all know who he is. He's that, yeah, he's that darling little, um, I don't want to say little. I love him. Because I don't know how tall he is, but he just looks like, he looks like he's he's on the shorter, because he, he's so cute. He's just this, and he's super funny, and he's the, the guy who does these videos to where it's like he, he's got a video on one side and he's reacting on the other. He's super funny. Um, conservative black guy, and I'm super excited to have him on. He's got a book out, so you're going to want to tune in tomorrow night. Love his voice, very happy. Yeah, he's super, super hilarious. Um, I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to have time to get to my my topic because there's actually something that's happened up in L.A. Is there a shooting up in L.A., Potato Skins? What can you tell us about what's happening up there? Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of research. I heard about this uh, about the same time you did, and in Los Angeles, there's a fatal police shooting of a black man. Uh, it's been sparking protests, of course, uh, 29-year-old Dijon Kazee, I hope I'm getting the name right, uh, was confronted uh, actually yesterday uh, afternoon in South L.A. by the Sheriff's Department. Uh, 3.15 was the approximate timage on that. They had stopped him. Who He was riding a bicycle and was in violation of vehicle codes, okay, but it continues there, uh, Sheriff's Lieutenant Brandon Dean told reporters that when the deputies actually pulled him over uh, about, a, about a block away uh, and they had approached him, he punched one of the deputies uh-huh. right in the face, dropped what he was carrying, which a- apparently was clothing, and sped off. 
And then it was also made a point that inside of the clothing that he dropped was a black semi-automatic handgun. And obviously the deputies opened fire, uh, shooting at him several times. And uh, the man was later uh, killed. Okay. So there's riots happening in L.A. over a punk who resisted arrest. Is what we talk about all the time, Andrea. Yeah. You know, it's uh, guilty or innocent. You do what you're told by the police. Give me the name of one black person who was shot and whether killed or not by cops who did not resist arrest. Breonna Taylor? Like, I'm not that was a no-knock raid. Here. That was a no-knock raid. And you know what? Rand Paul, who was assaulted outside the White House, has the Breonna Taylor so uh, uh, bill that he's trying to put forth to, to end no-knock raids. I'm talking about on the street. These situations, it's always involving resisting arrest. And you know who, who, it, it, who might be responsible? I got to put some of this on the Black Lives Matter movement because they are sending the message that no black person should have any consequence for resisting arrest, that they should be able to brawl with cops, attack cops, without weapons on cops, and cops are just supposed to take it. No. Why? Because of your skin color? And oh, by the way, in any of these instances, there is not one shred of evidence that says that these cops are doing that because of somebody's skin color. If you got if you've got somebody who's punching you and resisting arrest, do you care it what color they It does not matter they whether they're black, they're no. Asian, they're white. You're going to handle the situation. Right. Yeah. Somebody's punching at me. I'm going to defend myself, especially if I'm a cop. There's a video of a cop that chased down somebody in, I don't know if it was in Kenosha, and just handled, handled some business. I got to tell you, that cop, whoever it is, I, I see, I couldn't be a cop because I would be wanting to beat the snot out of everybody I arrested because I just don't have the patience, you know, for, for bad guys and criminals. You know, like this, like this punk Lucas, uh, Jacob Blake, who assaulted uh, a woman, well, you know, it, who was in bed with her kid, you know, I did, you, you know, you, or you, child rapist, any of those people. No, I, I believe in innocent till proven guilty, but I couldn't be a cop and arresting somebody that I know has been accused of that, especially if there's hard evidence that I'm seeing, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, they're taking away the tools. <laughs> they're trying to take away the tools from the police to get them to do their job. I mean, I, I mean, the cops need to be able to take care of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's their job. By the way, because somebody like this who's punching cops and has got weapons is a menace to society. So in, in my mind, the, the message needs to be you resist arrest. I don't like this. Well, cops should be de-escalating. Why is it the job of a cop to de-escalate? Why is it the job of somebody who's under arrest to comply? When he dropped and ran and hit the cop in the face, he escalated the situation. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, in the couple minutes we have left... Um, Y'all thought President Trump's been going around saying, look, we've made it a federal crime now for anybody to tear down a statue. And that kind of ended the tearing down of statues. Real quick. But it, of, of rioters. But it did not end the movement to tear down our history to replace it, which is, you know, there's a reason why we've talked about this so much. This is such a critical part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy every aspect of history, to to rewrite history, to in order to corrupt young minds who don't understand history and certainly to absolve the Democrats of the reality that they are the party of racism. They are the party of slavery. They are the party of the KKK. Well, the D.C. mayor commissioned uh, the woman who, who painted Black Lives Matter on a sidewalk uh, on a street. There's a, she's hired some group. Uh, the let's see what they're called here. The D.C. faces group to identify to go and look and identify um 
where uh, different statues or monuments or, or different areas of public interest that, that might need to be 153 assets from schools, recreation centers, etc., and monuments that might be of concern. And they've recommended tearing down the Washington Monument. The Washington Monument. Yeah. I think I'm going to continue this uh, topic tomorrow night, maybe with Terrence Williams. It might be a good one to talk about with him. So y'all come back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. I will see y'all then. Peace out. Yeah.